0: Welcome to Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is a show to help you be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm joined for each program in studio with my dear friend, Michelle Fanley. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it's born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Welcome, Michelle. Hello,
1: Emily. Oh, I'm just so jazzed to be here today, and what an awesome uh, program we've got for you, and
0: we are just gearing up for the conference. It's so exciting. It is. You know, and I love that idea of sisters in Christ. You know, I think about it one-on-one, of uh, the our journey of our friendship, our relationship, And the others have been so influential on us and then sisters in christ when we're all gathered in that huge arena i mean it there's just so many catholic women it's very exciting yeah it is it's so awesome to think about and look forward to and it's always my favorite day of the year it is and you know um this is also an opportunity to look back a little bit of some of these amazing men and women priests and sisters you know that have come together and been so influential each and every year so um at the end of this session we're going to be talking about the importance of prayer and forgiveness and we're touching base with one of our speakers from the 2019 or no 2020 um, women's conference and this is heidi Saxon. she's a catholic editor wife mother and is an author of several books a convert to the catholic faith since 1995 Saxton holds a master's in theology at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit and as part of her undergraduate studies at Bethany College of Missions in Minneapolis, she spent an internship in S- Senegal. Senegal, wow. <laughs> that sparked a lifelong interest in missions and her interest connected very much to the work of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Heidi is now the director Of Ave Maria um, Press, press, and she writes about her journey of being a mom of an adoptive, adoption, fostering special needs families on her blog, A Mother of the Road Less Traveled. But we know Heidi in a personal way, don't we, Michelle?
1: Yeah, and we are so blessed to have our friend Heidi, who mentored us um, as authors through three books. And we know we always say the a weight of a you know they say the your price is in pearls right that is what a, an editor is how their the weight is so important to putting together a good successful well done book and that is we can say that it comes from Heidi. <laughs>
0: That's right. Amen. Amen. And, you know, lastly, the book, which most of our audience knows is the work that she did with Father Ubald, Forgiveness Makes You Free, a dramatic story of healing and reconciliation from the heart of Rwanda.
1: Yep. And that's what Heidi was blessed to join us at our 2020 conference right before COVID hit and um, give the introduction and really
0: lead into Father Ubald's, Ubald's talk. Well, welcome, Heidi. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks, ladies. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Well, you know, could you share, you know, a brief overview of Father Ubal's story and, you know, how you became connected to this really important mission and how you've really been able to pass that mission on to others?
2: Right. Well, I'd like to start for those who aren't aware that Father Ubal, who is a very good friend of mine, he did pass away in January of this year uh, from complications from covid and so he had 27 years beyond the time that he survived the R- R- Rwandan genocide to be able to live out the job that God gave him to do, which was to bring peace, reconciliation, and healing, not only to his own people in Rwanda, but to many people here in the United States as well. And it was such a great privilege to be able to work with him. Like, our, like Immaculate Ilabagiza. he miraculously survived the genocide of 1994, and um, came here to the United States uh, having his life having been spared, even though he lost his own family and he lost many, many of his parishioners. He had been a priest for 10 years at that time. But um, if you met Father Ubald, if you ever got to know him, and you see it sort of on the cover of the book, Forgiveness Makes You Free, he had such a joyful smile that just radiated out of him. He was a man who understood what it means to forgive and what it means to experience the mercy of Jesus. And he lived his life sharing that mercy with other people, whether it was through his preaching, whether it was or through his retreats, whether it was through his healing prayer services. He was truly a remarkable soul and he loved his friends both in Rwanda and he developed and he, he grew the Center for the Secret of Peace in Sayangugu, Rwanda, which, is, which I had the privilege of being able to visit. Um, but the last few months of his life, he spent interceding for his friends here in America from a hospital bed in uh, Wyoming, or Utah. I'm sorry, he died in Utah. And uh, you know, the, the mercy that we were given of being able to spend, have that intercession those last few months, and I'm sure he continues to intercede for us from heaven.
0: Really, the Women's Conference was one of the last major conferences before the COVID, um, really change of life, the lockdown. I think this was one of his last significant events as well. Was that one of the last events you did together?
2: It was the the very last time I saw him, yes. Um, At the end of the conference, um, he said to me, uh, we had just had dinner together with several others who had... um, who had had him here at the conference in Columbus, and he said, now it's time for you to write your own stories. And I really took those words to heart, After, especially after his death and his subsequent memorial. This book that I'm going to be talking with you uh, today about, the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, that book was part of the fruit of that conversation.
1: Wow. So tell us a little bit more about, about this new book, Heidi. Tell us about you know, you shared a little bit about its inspiration, but I, I, um, we've been honored to be a little bit of a part of it, Emily and I, and we'd love for our listeners to hear more. Yes,
2: that's great. But well, this book, uh, you know, everybody has a prayer story, which is the story of how God has worked with them throughout their life, answering prayers, listening to their own prayer, and gradually becoming uh, transformed by that life of prayer. Um, Michelle, you you contributed uh, a precious prayer of Saint Faustina's which is about changing our perspective. And of course, Emily, you contributed a prayer on the Sacred Heart. Both of you experienced such profound spiritual milestones through the um, through these particular Catholic devotions. And each of us has a different story. Every each of us comes at God a little differently, and approaches the Church a little bit differently. And... Well, so what I did with the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers is I invited more than 70 women who I've encountered through, you know, my writing and editing and things like that, and invited them to share their favorite prayers and to share their prayer stories. Because I believe there are many different kinds of mothers, you know, there are, you know, and, whether it's, and there are many different kinds of families as well. You, you know, you have, whether they're very young children or even just waiting for that first child to come, All the way through to adoptive children and foster children and teenagers and stepchildren. And I mean, it really does run the gamut. And every chapter of a mother's life has a little bit of a different focus and a little bit of a different intention. Right now, um, I have two older uh, children. I'm very proud of both of them. Um, They both have some invisible special needs, but they are really working hard to attain their independence and their, um, you know, as young adults. And um, so my prayers look very different now than when they first came to us when they were, you know, three years old. Uh, and, and Sarah was an infant when we first got her through foster care. And so, you know, each mother tells a little bit of a different story, but all of them have stories that I think many of us can relate to on many levels. And so this book is just such a precious collection of all the different prayer stories and all the different important prayers that have meant something to these women throughout their lives. In the beginning of the book, I share one of my very favorite prayers, which is by a woman by the name of Amy Carmichael, who is a Protestant, uh, 19th-century missionary. As you mentioned in the biography, you know, I, I have such a heart for missions. that I really believe that God is so in love with us, as the human race. He, got, he moves heaven and earth to get us the message that he wants to share with our hearts and to help us unite to Him from the heart. And that's something that, um, you know, many of these women, you know, some of them are in the visible church and some of them are not, but Amy Carmichael just really embodied that heart for Christ that I so admired. She spent 50 years as a single missionary in India, and she wrote this most beautiful hymn that I include this one in the introduction of the book. It's called Make Me Thy Fuel. It says, from prayer that asks that I may be sheltered from winds that beat on thee, from fainting when I should aspire, from faltering when I should climb higher, from silken self, O captain free, thy soldier who would follow thee, from subtle love of softening things, from easy choices, weakenings, not thus our spirits fortified, not this way went thy crucified, from all that dims thy calvary, O Lamb of God, deliver me. And it's really that heart, even though she I guess she had many adopted children, she raised hundreds and hundreds of children that she had rescued from the temples of India, but she never uh, you know, gave birth like many mothers do, and yet she understood that sacrifice that is essential to the heart of a mother. Just like uh, St. Faustina's prayer of transformation, she was never, never a biological mother, but yet she understood that transformation that needs to take heart, Place in the heart of a woman in order to be able to accomplish the work God has sent us to do.
0: That's really beautiful, Heidi. I think about, you know, what is Catholic motherhood, right? What does it look like? And, you know, when you um, first shared about this project, I love that you, you know, cast your net really wide. You invited 70 Contributors, because you really get a different viewpoint, a different perspective, you know, something like a, a little nugget of wisdom. You know, you think about, uh, you know, 70s, a lot of different people if we were all gathered in the room, and yet there's so much wisdom and, you know, where you're at, what's your place, um, you know, what's really influenced you. And I, I think about in the culture right now, there's just – a lot of um, pain that mothers carry in their heart, a lot of troubledness, a lot of concern. And this is the time, instead of wallowing in that place, we need to develop a deeper prayer life. Mm-hmm.
2: I yeah. think that's really true. I think that, um, that, that prayer is really the fuel that keeps us going. Um, you know, I remember those early months that were so difficult. that was Something that was, you know, I was basically standing in the shower with the water running over my body, just crying because it was so hard. What I felt what I was doing was just so painfully hard because I felt so inadequate to be taking care of these children. I went from zero children to three children overnight, and um, they were beautiful children. They were good kids. They had, you know, there was nothing wrong with them, but I was such an inexperienced mother. And I, you know, it was so difficult even to get two hours sleep in a row. So I was running on fumes, but I would just ask, uh, you know, God, please help me. And Mother Mary, you know, please, you know, pray for me because I am just at my wit's end. And time and time again, there was a rescue. There was a, a quiet word. There was a word that came to my heart or there was a phone call. And I'm so grateful to all the Uh, people who showed us friendship during that time because i'm sure it wasn't easy to watch what was going on in our family but there were so many people who stepped in and tried to come alongside us and support us during that time i will always be grateful for them
1: well thanks so much for joining us today heidi and I know you're taking your show on the road here and sharing your book across the United States. And we'll be doing some speaking and just, you know, you have a blog. So where can our listeners find you or see you? And what's what you've got coming up here?
2: That's a great question. My the easiest place is just go to com, which is a life on the road, less, less traveled. Um, and anything, everything about uh, the project is called Pray Across America. I'm hoping to go into parishes. Um, you know, any parish who will have it. So this is a, you know, it's not going to cost a lot of money. We're traveling across with our RV, and so there's not going to be hotel bills or airfare or any of that that you need to worry about. If you just want to invite us into your parish, and I put together this program called This Is Our Story, and it encourages you to look at the music of your childhood and, and then the songs and the ways that God has spoken to you as you've gotten older. And then finally, a guided prayer meditation through the four different kinds of prayer to see how God is speaking to you right now. It's very easy, very, there's just a couple of hours, but I think I just really have a heart for trying to reach out to these women. As you said, there's a lot of women in pain right now, and a lot of women who are just struggling to do everything that they feel like God is calling them to do. It could be overwhelming. So my husband and I are just really looking forward to going out and meeting some of these women, and sharing with them in prayer about the God who loves them passionately and cares about them and about their mother in heaven who understands what they're going through and wants to come alongside them as well.
0: Yeah, that's really, really important. And so the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, you know, is like giving someone a lifeline, right? You know, we can give a mom a, a hot cup of coffee, you know, to get her a little caffeine through the day. But again, when you when you open up the door to her soul and show her, you know, that ultimately it's not that, you know, she needs to be better. It's that she needs to come to know Jesus so that mm-hmm. he can, you know, touch her heart, give her that the grace, the inspiration, the perspective. And like you mentioned, there's so many different ways that prayer impacts us. And you know, lastly, I think it's important to really reflect on a lot of times when Michelle and I go speaking, they'll say you know, we'll, we'll mention the word motherhood and they'll say, well, I don't have any children at home. Like as if that chapter of their book is closed, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a calling. Once a mother, always a mother.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's true. And even people who don't give birth, you know, physically, we're all called to bring life and to bring Jesus into the world because, you know, that's, that is our particular gift. We have that intuitiveness to know when the help is needed. We have that sensitivity. We have that generosity of heart. Um, and if if we feel like we are lacking in somewhere, all we have to do is ask Jesus to give it to us, and He will give us those opportunities to help others, those opportunities to bring life. Um, Sometimes it can be, you know, some of us are a little more introverted. That may be a little hard. That doesn't mean you have to go out and speak to thousands of people. Sometimes it's just turning to your neighbor next door and, you know, offering her the hand of friendship or an hour break from her children. I mean, all these little actions... President you used to say, do great things, do small things with great love. And that really is the heart of motherhood, isn't it? And the small things over and over, repetitive, thankless, hidden things, but doing them out of love for Jesus, that is what makes the difference.
1: Yes, and absolutely. And you are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminet. And today we're speaking with Heidi Hessexton about forgiveness, healing, and motherhood. So what a gift it's had to have Heidi on the show.
0: You know, and Michelle, I was thinking, you know, during the show, what a beautiful combination, right? Forgiveness, healing, and motherhood. As we open talking about the impact of Father Ubal, this Unbelievable priest that came here. You know, I think about the first time I met him, you know, the way he looked into our eyes. I remember we went back to our rooms that night when we were on retreat when we met him and said, what an amazing priest, right? And then, um, the role of healing, we're all on a journey towards healing, the importance of forgiveness and healing. And now the gift of this program that we're linking motherhood. So I thought I would open it up to the three of us in these last few minutes. Um, I'm going to ask Michelle, I'm going to put you on the hot spot, Michelle, you're next. Um, you know, share with us a little advice, right? That mom that's that's listening to this message, you know, what is the link to you to this, you know, forgiveness, healing, and motherhood, this, this link? Well, I think the biggest thing is to be have a
1: prayer life. And it's so hard when you have especially little kids and you're just, you know, you're like Heidi said, you know, you might be getting two hours of sleep at night. But I realized in my prayer journey, there's so many moments that God gives us those tiny little moments of quiet that I waste. I waste it on Facebook. I waste it. you flip on the TV, you flip on the radio, like all these tiny moments that I would have in my life, that if I had just taken those moments to start talking to God, how much Better things would have been for for me and in in my heart because you are always filled when you are spend those moments with God whether it's thirty seconds or three hours that God is going to bless you for that time you spend with Him so I think for me finding those moments when you're maybe in the car in the car baby sleeping or now I'm at a stage when I'm driving to work use that moment to pray because that is where you're going to start hearing His voice and getting that feeling that peace.
0: That's really good advice. And I love the story that you share about literally being parked out in front of the chapel, right? And and hearing this, this reminder of the importance of prayer.
1: Yeah. St. Gabriel Radio, Johnette said, you know, she was saying, you know, God, I don't have time to pray. And he said, Johnette, I will give you the time to pray. You just have to use it. And that is, that is (laughs) the key, right? To using that time God gives you and don't waste
0: it. Heidi, you're next in the hot seat. What would you say to that mother out there?
2: The mother out there who feels like she doesn't have time to pray,
0: she doesn't have time to pray, and really that connection and you know the importance of forgiveness, healing, and the the vocation of motherhood. What is that to you? You know what what advice do you have to her?
2: I think that um, one of the ways that patience that uh, forgiveness works itself out in the life of the mother is patience. I think that I think that both professionally and personally, I've experienced that there have been times when you know, things happen and, you know, friendships become estranged or things, uh, you know, something gets off track between two people and there doesn't seem to be any way forward. And so I often like short turning to St. Scholastica at times like that because St. Scholastica, who is the uh, twin sister of St. Benedict, she re- reached a place in her relationship with her brother where there was that, that um, the blockage. that something that was holding it back. And she just turned to God and said, God, please help me. And God sent the rain, that healing rain that, brought, that kept them together and that answered her prayer. And I think that many times we reach a place and we just don't know what to do. And I think that is when prayer can be most powerful, because we can just put it into God's hands and say, Lord, won't you please take care of this and show me how to, to move forward? And He always will. He always does. And forgiveness can come, maybe not right away, but it can come.
0: That's beautiful, and you know, as as we do, you know, see a value in prayer books, the Ave prayer book we're talking about for Catholic mothers. I have to say, nothing beats the Holy Bible, and it's taken me many, many years to see the importance of spiritually being fed by the Word of God. If it's coming in on my inbox, right, my USCCB email, it comes about five thirty in the morning, or if it's just you know, lugging that Bible around, keeping a Bible near me, you know, when I'm sitting in the car and, and letting the Word of God fill me, especially when I need it. <laughs> as mm-hmm. Heidi talked about the need for patience, Michelle talked about the need for, you know, better, well, I want to call it Catholic time management, right? Right, Michelle? It's not just, you know, it's what is our temptation, because we all go somewhere to hide a little bit. When As moms, you know, what? where do we go? And, um, it takes a long time to realize, and I hope it's not for these other women, that go, go to Jesus. That's the best place to go when you're, when you're struggling. But, you know, this has been such a gift, Heidi, having you. Thank you so much for staying on a little bit longer and sharing a little bit more about your faith journey. And we really have enjoyed you not only as a presenter in 2020, but you, the role that you, the pivotal role you've played in so many women's lives.
2: Well, thank you, Emily, and thank you, Michelle. I just love you both, and I'm so glad to be here today.
0: Well, thank you, and we hope that when Prayer Costs America comes our way that we are all together. That'd
1: be great. God bless. God bless you, Heidi. Huh? What a gift, right, to have uh, such beautiful Catholic women in our lives, right? Like, you see how many people—I think I love to look back on my life and to see— how I mean, really, we met Heidi. She reached out to me on Facebook after I spoke at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy in Stockbridge, Massachusetts for Divine Mercy Sunday and asked if I would consider writing a book about divine mercy. And, you know, we talked in our last episode with Sister Anna about mentors in your life and how these people see things in you that you don't even know you have. And I never in a million years thought I would write a book. But she asked me, and not only did I think I couldn't write it, I tried to pawn the idea off on Emily And Heidi, when she saw Emily's book, she said, no, I think you should work together. I
0: mean, what a a gift that that statement was, right? I know that was, I I got the chills thinking about it. And then the words, you know, that Father Ubald shared to her, now it's your time to write your own story. And that was, you know, really an unleashing that we had no idea. You know, that was before Divine Mercy for Mom. That was the very beginning. And actually a woman um, said to me recently, you know, that when we were presenting and we were also able to present in 2020 at the Women's Conference, she said to me, you know, like, wow, you two like share the microphone. I've never seen a a presentation where two people share stories together. And yet I think that's really important for us as women, you know, as we're talking about forgiveness, the importance of healing, as friendship, motherhood. You know, learn to have friends that you can share life's best and hardest moments with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, if we have been given a mission, I think, is to share the, the love of the heart of Jesus. I think we started with Divine Mercy for Moms, and now Emily's involved with the Sacred Heart Ministry. Like, Jesus wants us to share his heart with you. And it is an, it's a hard to think, wow, you've given me a big job, God, to, to share this, this message because so many women don't, do not feel like they're loved. They do not deserve God's love. They have, feel like they have to earn it. But we are here to tell you that God loves you no matter what you've said or what you've done. He loves
0: you for who you are, and he wants to have an intimate relationship with you. Amen. And you know, religion without love is a very cold place. So, you know, the legacy of love is the greatest gift we can give our children and those children in our community, our loved ones is to love with the heart of Christ. And you don't have to do it alone because he actually wants to come into your heart and then pour forth. Yeah. Don't let Jesus stand knocking at the door of your heart. Like open it wide. Ah, open it wide. Well, you know, this, this gathering here has been really a gift to be able to have our podcast inspired by faith. Uh, this is a, a gift to be able to really pass on important messages, and you know we're going to close in prayer with with the women in mind, with the Hail Mary, because our greatest gift is the Blessed Mother. Jesus um, gave us His Mother at the cross, and gave it to all of us to role model holy motherhood. So let us pray:
1: Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.
0: Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You are listening to Inspired by Faith. We hope that you were blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more by the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference or our work in which we also seek to promote the kingdom of God, visit columbuscatholicwomen.com or check out inspirethefaith.com